Hey guys, uh, welcome to this episode of the AI Sales Revolution podcast. Um, super excited for you to listen to this one. I interview Amelia Taylor. Um, Amelia is the chief evangelist uh, at Reggie.ai, and Reggie is just revolutionizing the outbound game with AI-based generated emails. It, it's insane. They've got an ability to stick all your content in there. They've got a generative AI engine as well, and it's just super cool. Last time I chatted to Amelia was about six months ago, but it's crazy how far they've come since then, and especially for those larger teams of people that are looking to run AI-based outbound campaigns with AI personalization. Reggie's just next level. So super pumped and excited for you to listen to this conversation uh, with Amelia Taylor. Thanks, Amelia, um, so much for jumping on the AI Sales Revolution podcast. Pumped to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. It has been a long time coming for us to get this going <laughs> for sure. So I am super pumped for us to chat. Um, I have gained so much wisdom from just listening to what you've been doing through this podcast. So Thanks. proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I remember we... Um, Originally, before this AI podcast, I had another podcast called The Prospecting Playbook, which mm -hmm. you were the first person I chatted to, and I recorded it with a couple of people, and then since scrapped it, and we've, <laughs> it's been a few months, but we've finally been able to get this one going now. I know. We finally have made this work, and Nick's the old, in with the new, I'm loving it. So, let's just jump in. I'm excited. Sure. 100%. Um, cool. So I'll just get to start. So if you could tell everyone, uh, all the audience, just around like a bit about yourself, um, your experience in the sales community and also a bit about Reggie as well and where you guys are at right now. Yeah, so I am Amelia Taylor. So I have been in the sales world for uh, three to five years, but newly turned to the dark side, if you will, in the marketing <laughs> side. Um, yeah. But I like just call myself more of a liaison between sales and marketing because I'm evangelizing for Reggie.ai, which mm. is um, a, a platform that's created for salespeople. So it sits on top of GPT to where it's going to generate content that's going to be uh, for salespeople. You know, it's going to be relaying the different kinds of uh, tone that your buyers are having. It's going to look at the different ways to communicate with the buyer that you have. It's going to put everything contextualized into that subject line so you know it's deliverable by best mm. practices. It'll create the sequences, um, the cadences, all of that, or start from scratch if you want to go and use it to where there's a blog that you're doing or a newsletter, um, mm. all of those things based off best practice. So Reggie is a one-of-a-kind generative AI tool that I believe is best in class. And I don't say that just because I work here. I have to have a <laughs> belief in what I do. Um, I think mm -hmm. passion is something that is, you can't just have it fall by the wayside and be doing what you're doing every single day. And, you know, going through this whole motion of me being an evangelist, I've got to mm -hmm. have passion about what I do because I'm quote-unquote spreading the good word of what mm -hmm. Reg does for people, um, mm -hmm. which is helps them reach their buyers in the very best way possible because it's with mm. relevant and personalized messaging that's towards that specific individual at scale yeah. and point. So yeah. Yeah. yes, I'm now on the marketing side, but let's just again reiterate, liaison over here. So kind of a walking, talking bridge to the solution yeah. when it comes to being a peer to the buyers. Yeah. Um, and those trying to figure out this the you know how to navigate the AICs that we're finding ourselves yeah. in. Yeah, definitely. I, I love the role because I think it's only been recently come up 
within the software space being an evangelist for a company as well. But it's just something that's like, it's popped out, you know, like for a long, long time <clears throat> that there should be this type of role that communicates between, you know, the customer, the salespeople, the marketing people and everyone just understand what the hell's going on and how can you can better suit and solve everyone's problems as well. And I think it just makes complete sense just getting out there in the community and then just asking people. And as we were chatting, you know, before this as well, like, you know, dark social, um, Chris, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he kind of coined the term, but dark social. Yeah, Chris Walker. Like dark social is like everything nowadays, especially it's for the younger everything. buyers. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to explain a little bit what dark social is? Just so people don't know about it. Yes. So there's, it is not the dark web. Let's go ahead and clarify because <laughs> I, have, I have spoken about the dark social before and people are like, yeah. get off of that. Do not be on the dark web, Amelia. I'm like, no, no, no. That is so far from anything I'm trying to say, uh, dark social is going to be anything that's out of the, you know, the norm. So of reaching your buyers. So let's say a WhatsApp group that you're a part of, yeah. it's reaching someone through Instagram. It's, um, you know, which is where I'm meeting a lot of founders these days. I guess all these yeah. the C-suite people are loving Instagram. I'm not sure, but <laughs> it's where they're, you know, where your customers live and where you're able to go and reach them in an unorthodox way that's outside mm. of the phone or email. So yeah. me, a lot of, through my sales career, it was Slack communities. That was like yeah. where I lived completely and generated yeah. the most revenue by doing so. It'd be a quick like, hey, do you want to just hop on a huddle real quick and chat? And it was, mm. I, I mean, one deal I closed, I remember it was literally, we laughed at the end because we got all the stakeholders like in the same like, you know, huddle, like in the same like, <laughs> little group. And like, we never got on one Zoom call. Yeah. And we thought this is so crazy. Like, this yeah. is not the norm, but it was where we both were yeah. all the time. So why not just do it where it was just simple? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the dark funnel is going to be where any the things that are coming in that are through um, and attributed to what's happening out in the dark social world. So when you're having a conversation in a WhatsApp group and other people catch wind of what it is that you're talking do you wanna, about. Do you, you want to say that just cut out? Um, do you want to say it again from the dark funnel? Yeah. Just yeah, cut yeah. out. Thank you. I know you, you first. So I was like, wait. Um, <laughs> so the dark funnel though, so that's going to be what's attributed to what's being spoken about in those dark social places. So yeah. what's, what's coming in through inbound channels where you're seeing, okay, this is through, okay, if there's a, that open text field right there, where, how'd you hear about us? Um, which there yeah. should be your lead form, then great, Instagram. Okay, awesome. That's, who who did something on Instagram? Then you know something's clicking. So then you know where buyers are buying and where people are talking. Then you know where to go. Yeah. And when you know where to go and you know where your buyers are talking, go there go mm. be where they're at and yeah. you you don't have to join you know you don't have to initiate the conversation right off the bat if you don't know exactly what to say if it's a newer community it's a reddit thread who knows mm. uh, but you can certainly join in those conversations and add your two cents where mm. do you be or where it fits in the most i think that's crazy beneficial to do because when you do so the reach that you're getting is so much larger than you realize because other eyes are seeing that. Yeah. And so then there's the more dark funnel, 
that's coming in, more things that are attributing because more people mm. are seeing what you're doing and talking about and curious. And curiosity is such a huge driver yeah. with especially AI right now. People yeah. don't know what they don't know. Yeah, I think as well, it's very hard because I see dark social exactly as you explained it. But in business, like a lot of times people say, if you can't measure it, it doesn't matter because if you can't measure it, so you can measure an outbound campaign and emailing and stuff like that. And it is amazing. And when you get emailing right, especially with a tool like Reggie, like you can get it so right, but like it's, this isn't every lever, but everyone knows really deep down the best form of marketing is word of mouth. Like word of mouth is, you know, let's take, for example, if you're selling someone from cold, then, you know, the, the, the amount of time you need to spend with that person before they, you become a trusted advisor is a longer period of time. Right. But realistically, like, you know, if you can get a referral or a word of mouth, then the speed at which they buy, because they've already come to that conclusion, they've been pushed down the funnel, is a lot faster as well. And then that dark social, like, concept, it's kind of just like old school, like, networking, but like it, doing it at scale. It's almost, you know, going and talking to someone, like, at their office like literally just walking in and being like hey here's a let's you know but it's not pitching them per se it's just yeah. befriending educating. like educating and everybody yeah. you know nobody falls asleep with their title everybody puts their pants on the same way right so let's yeah. forget all that like you don't have to <laughs> deal with the fact that like i i would challenge anybody listening put that aside if no matter what your what your title is within the organization that you're at, you can still go approach that CEO of that company, mm. a dark social area. I mean, yeah. there's advisors that we have over at Reggie and um, Lars Nelson, who's at Snowflake, um, who I I don't, I didn't really know well. I started engaging with his stuff on Instagram yeah. and became friends and things yeah. like that to where then he was, open to writing the foreword for us for a um, official guide for B2B uh, generative AI, you know, in sales. And it was just because a simple ask of me doing so because yeah. I loved his sailboat and him and his wife in the picture. And I was like, this mm. is amazing and commented on it. And mm. then we just, you know, became buddies. And so things yeah. like that, where it's like befriend those that might not be my buyer, but that's, an advisor who and a good person to network with. So networking, regardless of if they're your buyer or not, like know where your time should be spent and allocated for sure. Uh, because revenue is the name of the game if we're in yeah. sales, right? Definitely. But it's the same aspect, you know, you don't know who knows who, who's going to say, like you were yeah. saying, here's, here's Amelia Taylor. Like you should go talk to her. She's over at Reggie. Like Reggie's going to be, what's going to completely change the game for your sales reps, especially if they're, we're seeing more and more do full cycle, yeah. right? So more yeah. reps are doing this full cycle and yeah. they're having to go from cold out, you know, outbound. And they're like, I haven't done this since I was an SDR. Like what, yeah. what are we doing right now? Um, yeah. But so they're going backwards, but they don't have to go backwards yeah. when using a tool like Reggie where you already are having, you're not having to prompt it and prompt it and prompt yeah. it to get close to a sales ready email it's yeah. already going to be a sales ready email about 80 percent of the way you can't mm. take the human touch out of things either so you know we don't want to take the the matthew out of something we don't want to take the a million mm. something you know mm. so 
it'll give you more than less that's going to be generated. And then you take what you want from that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's the whole name of the game. I mean, it's figuring out how to reach your buyers in the very best way possible. Because buying, I mean, it's changed from... Yeah. Definitely. The, I don't know how many people yeah. are making phone calls all the time yeah. these days. Yeah. Really, I don't. Honestly, in the US, probably not because like it's a 5% pick up rate. But here in Australia, it's a 20% pick up rate. So it's no. phone calls are absolutely golden. Yeah. So phone calls is the but, best way. Well, what about, okay, for that is interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Because um, yeah. in Australia, different to the US is in the US, from what I've heard, you can't tell the difference between someone calling you if it's a landline or a cell. Oh, you in can Australia, do, yeah, you can do magic games with all that. In, in Australia, when somebody calls you from, if you're you're receiving a call, it comes a mobile number is different to a landline number, so people pick up mobile numbers twice as likely. So the landline pickup is about nine to ten. The mobile is about eighteen to twenty percent. So the pickup rate's about that much here. So phone is like one of our. We do literally appointment setting for people because phone works that well here. Right. But in the US, I, I probably wouldn't go down that route. <laughs> I mean, so much right. People can read that people who are, they know they get it. And uh, when you go reach your buyers where they're at in those dark social places, yeah, yeah. you befriend them and you are appear to your buyer, but you also are coming with value. You can't just show up yeah. and be like, Hey, let's be friends, buddy. You know, yeah. no, like show up with something that's going to be worth their time. Yeah. 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 And give them value. Yeah. Like don't waste your time either, you know, yeah. show up with intention. It's funny how, like, in, in the SaaS tech world, everyone decides to, like, rename things, like dark <laughs> social. Like, okay, every restaurant in existence has really good good restaurant in your, like, local town. Pretty much built off dark social. They can't measure how happy the person is when they go to that barbecue with that friend and then they, they talk about, hey, I love this restaurant, you should go there because they give us an epic meal. Like, right. it's really... It's then funny how we just so flipped funny. it around. It's so funny. Well, I'm like, okay, what's the next like lead growth thing that we're yeah. coming up with? You know, like what is it gonna be? Because like we've gone down every route now. Like I can't I don't know what it is yet, but like you know there's more coming. Like you know yeah. it. Like Yeah, it is it is it is really funny. Who knows? Like we're gonna come up with a whole new thing, like a whole new concept, like yeah. lead growth. But what is it? I don't know. I mean I maybe we just throw out acronyms and see what sticks, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> exactly well, we'll, we'll just, um, let's move into the AI part so for anyone listening could you just give a description of just let's say if we describe exactly a little bit what Reggie does but then maybe just give us the top three reasons like why clients love Reggie and the AI incorporated into it that way people can get an idea of like okay if I started using this product like this is what it would do for me yeah so Reggie has its um, it's got its Chrome extensions so you can do the personalized outreach so you can do that um so we're so let's say let's take it back for anyone who's like never done even personalized outreach what do you what do you mean by chrome extension and personalized outreach i'm just being conscious of listeners so they exactly know what it means no i love that so you can go download the chrome extension of reggie yep and say through whatever your email client is so say it's gmail for instance yep. then you're going to be able to use reggie inside natively with that email client. So through yep. Gmail. So say I've got your email, um, yep. Matthew you know, I've got that right there. Then I'm going to have right on the side where I've got my little Reggie icon, I can click that and it's going to give me an analyzer and it's going to yep. give me a prospect lookup. It's going to give yep. me, um, 
and different communication styles of how to speak to you. It's going to give me icebreakers so I can see three different data points that I can choose. Say, you know, your most recent podcast that you did, recent tweet that you did and your what your current role is. And then it's going to correlate my value, you know, whatever my value prop is saying writing better sales emails, something that you said, that's going to be something that's not, you know, say you're writing about cooking the best meal of your life took forever, but still worth it. Okay. Same, same thing goes for writing, um, email, you know, the very best personalized email that you possibly can, but it could take forever to do so. Yeah. But with Reggie, so it's going to kind of time it for you. right then the you know what is in that so you can have it write the subject line for you slowly you can have it write the whole email body for you completely yeah, wow. if you don't like mm-hmm. it you can hover over it, you can rephrase it you can shorten it lengthen it mm-hmm. um which is the powerful aspect of it because it's constantly learning you just i mean mm-hmm. If anybody's used GPT, which you all have, to some extent, I would hope, you know, it's constantly learning. And it's going to be learning these prompts that you're giving it, but it's already on, you know, with Reggie, like I was saying before, it's already with a, you know, there's a custom model built on top of GPT with Reggie. So it's Mm. going to be for the sales use case. And that's specifically what it's for. Um. So really, you know, you're able to write the personalized emails because it's going to be geared towards that specific individual um, in your email client or, you know, or and or you're able to research them right Mm. there with what's happening right now with them. So like if you're, yeah, it can work in any scenario. So even if you get that, so I'm assuming you can get that Chrome extension for free and just start using it. Yeah, so you could, I guess if you're anyone business owner, salesperson or whatever, you can download the Reggie Chrome extension. And then if you're having issues, you know, reaching out, personalized emails, it'll just write it for you. Because I agree, like 80% of it, the time spent is just kind of that starting point and building the mold and the frame. But then once you have that, it's just little iterations that you make based on personal preference. And then you can just generate the email, which is awesome. But completely. And, you know, it's going to be based off of best practices, which is the biggest thing too. So you know, hundreds of thousands of emails being analyzed every single month to know, yeah. hey, this is what what's working. delivered. This is what people are responding yeah. to. This is what um, the percentages of this, you know, all that. But we have it where um, we've created our Reggie Rapid Writer, which is a really powerful tool. Yeah. So you can bulk upload a full list of the prospects that you're targeting. And it's going to do all of that. Wow. On your behalf. So wow. so you could upload a list of, let's say, let's say I own i I'll take, for example, someone I know. I won't name them, but like they, they own a, an outsourced finance function company mm-hmm. and they're trying to get in touch with CEOs of logistics and freight companies and they've got a story behind it. So essentially, if they uploaded that list and gave it a bit of context, it could personally lies right 200 of those emails. Exactly. And you said you want to pull the, you know, the company information or they about to know their current role and say one other data point. Great. Then it's going to do that for you. And it's going to literally generate it right there for you. Wow. How simple is that? I mean, 
it is amazing. Then, of course, you've got your grader and whatnot, so you know, like, okay, is this gender inclusive? Like, is this going to be something that is the readability? You know, all the different factors that is going to put you at that 100%, you know, so you know that this is something yeah. that's really a good e Even then, like, you, you can always, in emailing, I've always seen this, just paralysis by analysis, it doesn't have to be 100%. And emailing, emailing is all testing. It just doesn't matter. Like, you just test it. And it's a volume game anyway. Like you can go down and you can go down the ultra, ultra, ultra personalization route where the best thing to have really is relevance and then yep. you sprinkle it with personalization. But at the same time, like you don't know how someone really is going to receive that. You can kind of with AI and if you use tools like Humantic and stuff like that. But at the same time, you don't know the mood they're in, they're in when they read it. You don't know if they just had a fire with someone. It's kind of like the same. There's so much of the stuff that isn't within your control. Right. And, you know, one one good thing is that you can see, like, the mobile view, what it looks like as well, yeah. is something, because I think it's around, I think it's about 62% of people are looking at things via mobile. So they're looking, you know, they're sitting at home, they're watching Succession, whatever the show is, that everybody keeps talking about, you know, that they're sitting at night having their glass of wine, and they're scrolling, and you know, through their email or LinkedIn, whatever it may be, but say they're going through their email, it's like, okay, great. Like the readability, you know that it's going to fit right yeah. there for them. One, to... one screen on the mobile, one a screen. nice block reads right. Yeah. Right. And you know, like if you're trying to target, you know, sales engineers, if it says grade 14th, great. They're probably mm. speaking whatever grade that is, right? Like yeah, yeah. therefore, <laughs> you're not going to be at that hundred percent, but that's okay because they're going to speak different than an SDR manager. Not saying there's one smarter than the other, not saying one's not smarter than it's the other. It's a different type of intelligence. <laughs> right. <clears throat> totally. Um, um, <clears throat> to keep going with what you were saying, I would say another big factor with Reggie is the enterprise grade AI. So, you know, having that custom model, like I was talking about, that being one of the biggest factors that people are so uh, just Reggie believers, you know, building this kind of army of people who are like, oh my gosh, this is changing the way I will forever do business because yeah. AI is going to do that regardless. But they're using something where they're not prompting, prompting, prompting to get something ready, you know, somewhat close to that sales ready email. It's creating the content that's unique for their business and for their, what they're trying to do to reach that specific individual um, yeah. is huge. I think I really like that because the generative AI essentially, because I get what you mean. So, because you go into chat GPT and like you start writing questions, you're like, that's not how I would answer this. Right, right. That's why, that's why you have like, so the lead magnet, like on our website that I've created is I mean, a video on like, this is how you create your five page priming document for ChatGPT. So every time you need to create something about work, you paste this prime document. And like yeah. we've got, that's, that's what we do there. But th this is taking it to another level because you're using, you're building a prime document, which you're feeding all the inputs from the company in, and then how your brand voice is, how you want to be represented, what you want to say. And then you can essentially input that into every email or correspondence you actually have, whether you write an AI generated blog post or anything. Exactly, exactly. And the fun thing to do that I have fun with personally is I'll go play in like a start from scratch document. And yeah. I don't really know sometimes what I'm doing or why I'm doing it, but I'm like, well, let's see what let's see what Reggie wants to talk about today. And let's see what Reggie will come up with. And so I will put in different tones that I want it to be, you know, I'll put like witty and professional. Yeah. Or you'll, you know, if say I want my, say even with an email, like in Gmail, like if I'm using the free Chrome extension, 
I can put in if I want it to be like a humorous email or if I want it to be more um, pristine or if I want it to be provocative, if you will, you know, <laughs> you can, which someone said the other day and I was yeah. like, okay, let's see what it does. And yes. it's pretty wild how it just is learning. I mean, it's like the AI will learn so fast with the more prompts that you give it, but it already yeah. has a sales model for the sales use case on top of it to where it's already it's ready for those prompts. Like it doesn't need you to go give it a bunch of stuff for it to generate something that's going to be yeah ready with that enterprise grade AI. Yeah, exactly. And especially because you need a scalable solution that can fit over a company because like, let's say, let's say a company of a hundred people, right? Someone could probably go into ChatGPT and like build a priming document and get it all done. Right. But it's not scalable in an organization. You need a control point which is like, this is how our organization is represented. This is how we speak. Let's layer in this person's personality themselves into it. But you need a top base layer of how everything's going to be represented. And so sure, you can do a lot of this stuff in GBT, right? But you need a controlled mechanism. Because if you have 20 sales reps, you want them speaking in the language of the company. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? And like, that's such a, yeah, and using that generative AI to be able to do it. Even yeah. you saying that, I mean, there's, uh, I hear a good bit from sales leaders are like, well, we don't want our reps to have that much power to be able to go and do certain things, you know, but through, um, we have our manager dashboard to where your managers are able to see what their reps are doing and they're yeah. able to kind of put these guardrails up, which is a big thing too. So, yeah. they, you know, there's fluidity within the box per se, the mm -hmm. reps are in. So they yeah. have them, okay, I was able to, still, you know, create this email or play with this one a little bit and making it more witty and fun. Let me test this out. Yeah. And our team loves doing, I mean, our reps, like they have so much fun and they'll like mm. be like giddy over some yeah. of the things that are generated because it's just fun to see like what is, yeah. what's generated because it's where they then learn like, okay, this is working, but oh my gosh, that email hit home for so many yeah. people that are yeah. sales ops like that's huge yeah. like let's try this one out a little bit more yeah because um, it, it, it's hard because if anyone's like if you're not using a tool like reggie right every single one of your sales reps is using gbt to write their emails they're all doing it it's much it's it. much better as a business strategy to say hey here's the tool that's going to probably three four times the speed at least that you're going to write these emails and it's going to represent the brand voice that we're going to actually be represented online because they could be writing these random emails that they think are good. But as you said, the unique guardrails, like, otherwise, people would just go wild. I mean, which we saw for a little bit, you know, like, I think too many people brought it to light where it was like, hey, I saw that you like so-and-so's post. Um, we should talk about da-da-da. And it's like, whoa, 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 wait, what? Like, it, that I know exactly what you did within GPT and you just blasted yeah. the masses and you just said like, <laughs> let's see what happens. And it's like, oh, we're going back to like the unprecedented times, like kind of emails that everyone was receiving. You know, it's like, let's not do any of that at all because yeah. reps don't know what they don't know. Leaders don't know what they don't know either. So there's got to be the enablement portion of who's training people <clears throat> how to do this. I mean, if it were me, I'd, I'd say, okay, let's have SWAT teams within and let's go figure out exactly what we can go and tackle and figure out what's working, what's not working. And let's regroup in three weeks or, you know, a week. Yeah. No, 
But mm. let's have the right people delegated to figuring out, okay, here's messaging we're using. Here's this tool. Here's this tool. What's we're, you know, and really building this use case because mm. you're not leveraging AI right now. Like you will crumble. Like there is mm. no, I mean, if, if salespeople don't start thinking a little bit more like marketers, and I'm a firm believer in this right now, and the fact in the in the sheer fact that like okay, you've got to really be focused. Good marketing. Let me just point that one out too, because there's mm. some not great marketing out there. Um, but when it comes to really good marketing copy, that's like sucking in those buyers. You know, they're like, whoa, this is like a powerful yeah. piece of collateral that you're sharing. I 100% agree with that as well. Like we've pivoted our company. So we started as an outbound agency. I've quickly realized that there's 10 other things that you can solve in people's businesses. One is I've just built a model that I can just build people's LinkedIn content for a year. That's it. So if you're a small business owner that we work with, like they really struggle what to write. Like I've just, in the lead bank that we've got on our website, you can go through and literally build a priming document. You've got a five page document of your personality, done. And then I've got all the prompts and everything because all, all you all you really need to do, and I've done this myself and been experimenting and everything I've been posting now is all generated by AI. <laughs> Nobody knows, like it's easy. But I love you it. Just have to go, you just have to go to other like really good creators, right? And they write how to write hooks, how to do this, how to do this. You just feed that into the model. Then you feed your personality in with your priming document and yep. the 50 things you want to talk about. And it just generates it all for you. Like, and for a small business owner, we've found, you know what I mean? Like something that used to cost, let's say you've got a, a, a news, a newsletter agency or something like that, right? Uh-huh. I'll charge you like three grand a month to write your newsletter. Yeah. And do LinkedIn. It's just like, what you can do, you can do one year and it, that doesn't have to be the best posts. Oh, yeah. But for someone that never posted, posting every day is like some, it'll be like some crack cocaine to their business. Like, oh my gosh. they're going to be all on coke. Yeah. They're going to be like, yeah. you know, <laughs> all over the place. Like all the, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. what happened to all of y'all? Like, what is your, yeah. what does your C-suite give you? But yeah. it, it's so true. It's like, okay, but you can go and have all of this done. Like you can go and generate so much content. Okay. Let me ask you this. So where do you hmm. store? everything that you create. Okay, so I've got a, I've actually made it a 12 page priming document. And then I just, then what I did is I went to my favorite copywriters. So Alex Holmosey, he mm-hmm. makes it, he's made a few videos about copywriting. There's a couple of other guys um, on copywriting, Matt Linoff, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've just taken down all their copywriting principles. Then you take some examples of posts that I'd previously done mm-hmm. as well with the layout and the formatting. And then you just push all that into it. So you said, based on all these copywriting principles, here's some examples. Here's the problem topics that we actually want to talk about. Now produce me 10 LinkedIn posts um, for these topics. And it just does it. And with emojis and everything. Done. It's just like the crazy part. Hold on, I'm waiting until you come back. I just, um, I, I lost you there. So <laughs> I just, I finished speaking and then it cut out. So whatever you... that was like a great, like mic drop right there. I loved that. <laughs> that was yeah. like, done. I'm out. <laughs> um, that was like perfection. No, when I say, I, I asked that because so like for Reggie, there's the CMS built within, which mm. is a huge factor when it comes to sales and marketing, not being like this, like they're actually speaking and there's like, Hey, here's the collateral that's working. Here's what we're doing. Here's what you should be saying. And let's work in sync yeah. here and let's have communication. And then let's save things that are going to be based off of 
you know, this target persona or this industry or, you know, whatever the best practices are. And then it said, you know, you've got this reference of historic uh, content that you create these net new pieces from too as collateral for your sales team. So it's a brilliant way to be able to have everything stored right there, centralized in one place, opposed to mm -hmm. it being where you're, I mean, we've got to help us all if we're all living still in like Google Docs and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I know that we all are, to some extent, I know we're all trying to get out a little bit, right? Like, it's <laughs> all a little bit stuck and I don't know what they did to all of us to make us yeah. stuck. But I think, I think as well, like, if, and I think the way that Reggie's doing it around the controlled content management system and like the general, amazing. Like when you've got like a team of salespeople, like you'd definitely be using that as a tool, like just because yeah. to get that type of scale, because the thing about the thing that everyone says about AI right now, right? They're like, yeah, but it's not perfect. Doesn't matter. You can do 20 times the output. <laughs> it's really it doesn't matter. It's not, it's not ever going to be, per, I mean, it can yeah, yeah. one day, right? But yeah, like, yeah. why do you don't take yourself out of the equation? Like yeah. you're just, I mean, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you're going to rely on AI alone. If anybody does that, like, shame on you. Do not do yeah. that again because yeah. that is going to literally butcher not just your brand, but your company's brand. Like, yeah. if you solely decide, I'm just going to let AI take the wheel and I'm not even going to, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be in the car behind it. I'm just going to let it go. Like, you're not even co-piloting. Like, you're the pilot. Don't forget, like, AI is yeah. your pilot. Like, you are the one giving it what it needs the inputs to generate you know yeah. for it to go like and then and then you need to proofread it but then get yeah. it proofread by an expert that's the other thing like get it proofread by like let's say you've never done outreach emails before mm -hmm. you know get somebody who's done hundreds of outreach of emails before to read your thing edit it slightly tweak it a bit then you're good to go but like what you would have taken you before a week longer you know, like let's say to come up with, I met a client of ours the other the other day last week and they were like, yeah, we spent all this time trying to come up with like content ideas for our LinkedIn. And I was like, we could just do it in like a second and I'll read. So I told him, I was like, that's fine. Like we'll come with all the ideas. We'll write all the content for a whole year for you. And he was like, this is a lifestyle. Like, but because when you go from companies, like when you're like assassin in, in the tech and sales game, right? You live on LinkedIn. But like most of the companies in the in the world, right? Even smaller companies never post. Right. So if they go from posting once a year where they get traction to mm -hmm. posting every day, their business will just explode. Like it it's explode because it's yeah. not even through a company page. Like yeah. sure you can do that, but like if you're doing it for someone who's in C-suite, you know, yep. or a VP of sales, like great. Like holy cow, can you imagine like how much traction like people are going to be wanting to learn? from that yeah. person, like, yeah. they're gonna be like thinking, okay, oh, I know that person. Yeah, oh, they're with that yeah. company because they're yeah. under that umbrella. You, yeah. that brand, if you're not showing up in some way, shape, form, you're falling behind. Like yeah. that's the creator con, you know, yeah. creator economy that we're in right now. Like it is yeah. a creator economy, yeah. 100%. I, and I like to think about like, so many of the people posting are younger, right? But like, really, let's take Alex Hormozzi as an example. Why do we watch the dude? Because he's been there, he built six companies, he sold them for a hundred million dollars. He's done it. Like, so like, when, you get, <laughs> when you get people who are on there like, you know, I sold my company for $20 million and I built it in four years, here's how I did it. You, Everyone wants to listen to the content of how people did do it, not mm -hmm. do these things. So a lot of people that are capitalizing on 
the socials right now, like they've done stuff, but like we've got, I've got a client right now who does HR consulting, right? Mm -hmm. She ran massive transformational projects in giant companies here in Australia, right? All she got to do is just, she'll just start posting her stories from there and people are like, this is so interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. no, I was talking to, um, I was talking to a buddy of mine earlier and he was telling me, he's like, you know, I mean, he's a phenomenal chef and he was saying, I really like, I'm playing around with AI so much and I, I know I need to be doing more video content. Like he's got a really strong, like presence on Instagram. And he's like, I need to be leveraging this. I think on LinkedIn more. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, you do. What you need to be doing is talking about AI while you're cooking and you need to build (laughs) behind this. And people are going to recognize you as that chef who's talking about AI and correlate the things together, put it all together. Mm. Like how brilliant is that? Boom, done. Like people will know you as being like, okay, you're a great chef. Wonderful. That's awesome. But like, you also yeah. have the knowledge to back it up while you're just casually yeah. cooking and exactly. what you're doing. Yeah. I follow, I follow, I follow a chef and like the people that have been there and done that and have all the experience, they're the people that you like want to watch. They're like, I spent 30 years chefing at all these hatted restaurants and here's how I make my spaghetti bolognese or whatever it is. Right. Like, and like, oh, oh, mind blown. Right. Like, I want to know, like, which I'm a terrible cook. I burn rice. So, like, I really better, you know, I'm better towards those people, actually, because I'm like, great. Like, I'm not patient enough to wait around for fresh <laughs> rice to be done. But, you know, the when it comes to those who are sharing the advice on this is my five step success whole whatever xyz this is these are the five six steps if you want success in doing um being an sdr leader great mm. what have you done though like what yeah, was your yeah. success metrics like what is it that you had to do to get to where you are and where are you right now mm. are you where you said that you were going to be five <laughs> steps ago you know it's where you want to learn from those but also the people who are learning out loud and they are learning in public you know they're growing in public and figuring out how to really leverage ai and sharing this works this doesn't work those are the people i really like too you know who can put the ego or pride to to the side and they're like hey this worked this did not work here's what i'm finding beneficial this is not what i'm finding beneficial with this specific tool or by reaching this individual or through GPT not being exactly what's going to give you that sales ready email that you're looking for, whereas yeah. Reggie's going to. Uh, let's just go and say that as it is because it is what yeah. it is. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I was going to say, and I think someone who, as a leader who does the perfect example of like posting and interacting, but he owns a company, is, is Sam Jacobs from Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Gosh, like his posts are gold. Like he's he's someone who like, been there, done that, and then talks about it. And you're like, mind you, Pavilion is a community, you know. He he says it how it is too, which is like, it's raw and it's real. You know, it's, um, it's very much so refreshing when you, you know, we hear the words authentic and genuine far too often. I feel like Mm. even though it's great to be those things and you should Mm. be, but you know, are we all so proud of each Mm. other? Do, or, you know, I call everybody my cyber friends because literally it's like we're all cyber friends, you know, like through a screen. But it's like, all right, sure, we can cheer for people. But also, like, let me see what you're doing. Like, show me where you're winning, where you're let's really like 
mm. learn from each other. Like this is a learning platform. Like we can go and talk about whatever the hell we want to in some dark social place. Like that's exactly where like conversations happen, where you really make friends and you know, you become friends with people that you're like, wait, I didn't know that you would ever even recognize, like notice me in this world. Like, how do you even know who I am? But then it's, you know, you're getting a call from somebody saying, hey, can you jump on this webinar for me? Because I can't make it. And it's mm -hmm. 10 minutes before, <clears throat> but I really need somebody to help me, which happened to me not long ago. And I'm with the the full funnel guys, you know, and they are like another level when it comes to marketing. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Our topic was dark social. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I can handle this one. But listening to them, I just thought, okay, there are so many things I don't know about marketing, nor am I going to pretend like I know, but mm -hmm. I'm going to ask some questions too, because I'm trying to learn from them because yeah. that's all that, you know, the putting yourself out there is one of the biggest things. And I think AI is going to do that for people. Yeah. You also put yourself in that driver's seat too, knowing like, yeah. co -pilot, like, like you said, like you've got to prove what you're doing. Like stop just sending things to the masses. People you're butchering your name and your company's name. Like, don't do it. Definitely. Definitely. Look, thanks. I've really enjoyed the conversation we've had. I'll, the last question I like to ask people is, if you were a VP of sales or someone in a sales leader position or even marketing in a role and you needed to just start inputting AI within the organization, you're like, wow, we're really far behind. What are the kind of steps? What would you kind of briefly look at? And a few things that you're like, okay, we need this, 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 just to get started. Well, first off, I would say you just need Reggie to get started. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, you, you need to look for what's going to accelerate your business in the very best way possible to mm. be in that uh, the you're reaching your buyers in their you know in their lingo you're talking in their mm. words you're talking in their um, tonality you're mm. not losing your voice either with your brand you know yes. and with your company's brand and so you're reaching your ICP one can you do that with GPT? Hmm. Nah prompted yeah, us yeah. let's try but you know figure out what tool is going to be very best for you because there's a lot out there mm. are they you know look at the people who are leading those organizations too and where they're at you know are they someone who came from an ae role and decided like nah, i know enough to be able to start an ai company great <laughs> or you know are they someone who came from you know ex google kind of engineer and has been doing this forever those are the kind of people that you want to be following that yeah, yeah. Um, know what they're, they know what they're doing. Um, yeah. Then look at use cases, you know, look at what others are talking about and saying and ask your peers what it is that they're leveraging because that's how buyers are buying right now. They're talking to other people. So mm. um, go and join those conversations. Ask the right questions on, hey, what AI tools are you leveraging right now? What generative AI, like inputs are you putting in? I mean, I see all the time. It's like, hey, what prompts? Mm. What's the very best prompt if I'm trying to get started here with using AI in our sales org, you know, sales mm. side of the business? <clears throat> and it's like, okay, well, hold on. Like, what are you, what's what's the whole, what are you, who are you reaching? Who are, mm. what are you, how are you trying to reach them in the very best way? How are you ensuring it's in their tonality? How are you ensuring that this is going to be not plagiarism. How are you ensuring it's going to be um, 
deliverable and enterprise grade AI. You know, that's mm -hmm. one of the biggest things. So go and find some people that are top talent within your organization, get those top reps to go and do a little bit of research too, because mm -hmm. you're VP of sales for a reason, you're allowed to task them. <laughs> and then go test and try things out. If there's a pilot for something or if it's a free yes. tool, go try it. Um, and with that, like go download the Reggie Chrome extension. Like I would love to hear feedback. I think feedback is one of the biggest things, <clears throat> especially in my role of being an evangelist. Mm -hmm. It's where feedback loops are like, that's gold for me. So go try it. If you love it, share. If you hate it, share. I would love to hear what your feedback is just because it is a powerful tool. Um, and I'm happy to toss a few like three minute little videos and two at the end of this as well that awesome. are like quick walkthroughs so you just know what you're doing. That'd be awesome. Look, thanks so much for coming on, Amelia. I really appreciate it. I know it's taken us a while to get here, but we're here and it's been an amazing conversation. Yeah, looking forward to our chats after this as well. Um, but thanks so much for coming on. Yes, thank you. Thank you all. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to that episode of the AI Sales Revolution podcast uh, with Amelia Taylor. I just, I learned a ton. Uh, the AI outbounding space is crazy right now. Like there's so many tools, but Reggie is definitely one of them leading the way, especially with that personalization and relevance and that generative AI approach is just next level, how you can speak and talk and act like your company wants to do and represent yourself, you know, exactly the way you want your company to be represented. Um, look, a couple of things um, as well is if you're, if, um, you're open to giving us um, five stars would be really, really greatly appreciated. Um, and also we're lo actively looking for other guests to jump on the podcast. So if you know any AI founders or anyone, you know, AI experts in the space, please put them in touch with me. I'd be happy to get them on the podcast. Um, another quick note is we're also on YouTube now as well. Uh, so if you wanted to listen in on the podcast on YouTube instead of just Spotify, um, definitely take a listen there. Um, but cool. Thanks so much. See you guys next time.